Welcome to the ether. Welcome to the virtual reality user. You can no longer feel your fingertips. The computers have taken control. Welcome, user. To the Don's Pinball Podcast Virtual Pinball Episode! right here we're finally doing it we're doing the virtual pinball episode of don's pinball podcast episode number nine welcome pull up a chair this will be a reference anthology series well at least the first of one i want this to exist as a reference to virtual pinball that i can refer people to all right i'm done with that let's get started someone drop my boom there it is. Okay. Sorry about putting you guys into the matrix there for a second, but I've pulled you out. I've pulled you in, and we are going to address just what the heck is virtual pinball and why should I care? All right. We're going to get to that. Let's start with some definitions. Now, when I'm talking about virtual pinball, I'm talking about basically a video game version of actual mechanical pinball. Now, in meat space, where we all live with these bodies of ours, we've got flippers and solenoids and mechanics and ramps and balls and physics and inertia. Um, And those are all things that we like. I mean, we get that tactile sensation from that. Uh, But it's not without its downsides. Number one, the expense. Number two, a machine is 350 pounds if you want to get into your house or location. And these things break and they require maintenance. Now, in its simplest form, virtual pinball is a video game that you can play on your desktop computer through Steam in VR. You can play it on your Nintendo Switch, your your Segas and your Dreamcasts or whatever you kids have nowadays, Xboxes and Playstations, right? And that's how I got involved in this early on before I was even really into physical pinball as a major hobby. I was playing the pinball arcade on PlayStation. It's available other places too. And you would um, play a couple of games for free. The few tables they had, I know tales of the Arabian nights was one of them. And that came free with the download. And then you could purchase a table individually for three to $4 or spend 15 and get, you know, a series of six Bally Williams tables or something. And that was fun. Until, you know, licensing reared its head and then machine tables started getting dropped from the service. So if you had bought that table and downloaded it, you were safe. As long as you never had to update or upgrade your computer system or try to re-download it, then they were gone. Boom, Adam's family's missing. Everything else was disappearing except for a handful of, you know, some strange, obscure titles. So um, I moved on. Now, there are now mechanical tables or at least mechanical in the sense that you can purchase this thing and have it in your home as a standalone device that play games virtually. So instead of having a play field with all of the mechanics and everything in there, there's basically a computer screen, a computer running software. A lot of times there's a back glass screen and it virtually emulates the game of pinball. So what they've done is they've taken high definition images, high resolution images of the play field and using some 3D modeling for the moving parts and everything, they've brought that together. And so virtually on the screen, you're looking at the play field from the perspective of an adult player looking down onto it and then the back glass monitor is displaying whatever graphics um you know as simple as just the back glass of the actual machine um or they've integrated other graphics movie clips um from games where that's appropriate can play on the screen so 
this f- space has really evolved and it's really come into its own where it's now rivaling the kind of fun that you get from a real machine. I know, sacrilegious to say that, but um, these machines have been existing. Now, there are varying qualities of these things. The virtual pinball machines exist on a spectrum that starts at toy and goes all the way up to a commercial machine that really rivals the gameplay of actual pinball. The problem And the reason why I think some people have issues with the virtual pinball is that they got a bad experience on one or one that didn't quite live up to where the technology is now. And that's kind of clouded their thinking to say, you know what, virtual is not for me. I want the machine only. Now, I'm going to say this right off the bat. A virtual machine cannot compare to having an actual machine. I mean, the actual machine will always be better. Well, the actual machine that's an appropriate working order will always be better, okay? A lame flipper is not that much fun to play, no matter how great the otherwise the game looks and, and, and how great that title is. So I mentioned the toys. We can start with those. Um, there's a few on the market uh, commercially. Our, Arcade 1-Up makes uh, a virtual pinball game. They've got Star Wars and Attack from Mars. They may even have some other tables in there. These are, I think, uh, three-quarter scale, similar to the stand-up uh, arcade units they have. Um, you know, The Mortal Kombat's, the Street Fighter one, the Pac-Man's, and whatever. Um, they're fairly easy to put together. They're available for the average consumer um, prices go for $749.99 on the website. Now you can find those cheaper on sale on clearance and people have taken these and they've been able to go in with some computer know-how and modify these and add extra tables to them. So there is some usability there on that end, but it, this is not going to compare to a full scale commercial machine. This is something that, you know, I'm kind of in the, the toy budget range still. Um, at games is another company. They make the at legends pinball arcade. I've seen this at Sam's club. Uh, I think that's been featured at Costco too. Um, I've seen these on sale. They retail for about the same price as $689. Um, I found just now non-discounted. I've seen them as cheap as 350 to 400 on clearance. If you happen to catch it on a good day at the Sam's club. And, um, I believe this one has some internet connectivity. And you can go online and pay a subscription fee and have access to more games and online leaderboards and those sorts of things. So there is some functionality there. But you're still left with a you know scaled-down version um, of a pinball machine. So my first virtual pinball experience uh, occurred in an arcade at a dealer. Um, my buddy Tim up in Eau Claire, he had put together uh, some virtual pinball machines and had them for sale for a pretty reasonably priced, just a few thousand dollars. And they had real buttons on them, a real plunger, um, and they were full scale. Uh, the issue I had, though, was with the software they were running at the time. I don't know if this is currently what he's offering, but it basically booted up to Windows. And then you would go through and open the file, find the game you want to play, click and load it, just like it was a desktop PC. The only difference was you were controlling it. Your user interface was physical buttons on a pinball machine. So that was interesting. What it wasn't was as satisfying as what I was looking for. So I didn't go on, on in on one then. I did eventually come across in my search the Ultra VP from Rec Room World. Um, they're online at recroomworld.com. He's got a YouTube channel. Um, and this is a guy from the Columbus, Ohio area who uh, imports and sells a commercial-grade machine, and I'm going to go through all the features of it because this is the first machine that I played that was a virtual pinball machine that has rivaled uh, a physical game. Um, I've had it for about a year now, and I'm ready to give my reviews because I think this machine is different. 
And if your experience with virtual pinball was at a Sam's Club or, you know, one of these uh, other kind of, uh, you know, homebrew models running a modified Raspberry Pi, I think you should take another look at them. And so that's what we're going to get into now. Oh, and just before I forget, the Ultra VP machine that I have does have a Facebook group. It's under Ultra VP Virtual Pinball Fans. So you can check that out for more. Uh, there's also a YouTube channel. So uh, Roland Buck, he's the guy that uh, owns Rec Room World. He imports these machines, and that's who I got in contact and who I ordered it from. So let me just run down the features of this machine. So really what sets it apart, and this is what I tell people, is it has uh, two high-definition displays, and these are commercial displays. They're not like LCD TVs or monitors. They're industrial-grade monitors. And the machine itself, it's full scale, and it does have all of the solenoids and gear motors and knockers and shaker motors and and 7.1 surround sound within the machine. So as you're playing and you hit the flippers, there are flipper motors that are going off inside the machine cabinet so you get that tactile feedback um the resolution and the refresh rate of the software and the graphics card are such that there's really minimal delay um in total there's eight solenoids within this machine two contactors uh there is the shaker motor there's also a gear motor inside there and this is just a a, an electric motor that kind of whirs and so where this comes into play is during gameplay, whenever there's a major mechanism that's moving, like in Batman Dark Knight by Stern, um, there's a crane that's activated when you hit the scarecrow shot and it moves across the play field. Um, there's a cylinder that turns to expose the Joker figure. As that's happening, the gear motor will actually go off in there and you can feel those vibrations as if there's something really moving. And it's game controlled. It's one to one with what's going on with the gameplay. There's also an accelerometer within the machine. So if you cradle up the ball or the ball does get stuck somewhere, just like a real one would, you can nudge the machine and it'll sense that and the machine, the ball will bounce around a little bit. Uh, this is similar to the nudge effect that was on uh, games on the pinball arcade on that I played on my PlayStation. Uh, you could hit a shoulder button and it would kind of nudge the table. This does a similar thing. Um, so it's fun that you can have some like physical tactile control with this virtual game. Uh, it also has a digital plunger. And so it's got a physical plunger on the outside, a shooter rod that you pull out and let go. Um, but it's got an apparatus attached to it on the inside that's sensing how much tension you're putting on this device. And it's one-to-one matching on screen with the virtual plunger uh, in the game that you're playing. So you can still do those fine-tuned skill shots. Um so that is fun. There's a physical tilt bob within the machine. There's a physical knocker, too. So when you get a high score, you get a free game, you get a free ball, whatever's coded into the game software, an actual knocker will go off, like a real physical one within the cabinet. Um, it does have a 7.1 surround sound um, with speakers lining the inside of the cabinet along with a subwoofer. So what this does, and, and this is also what kind of sets it apart from an otherwise homebrew machine, is as the ball is rolling up and down the play field, the sound is 3D, so it'll kind of travel based on um, you know which speakers are being utilized. So you'll hear the ball kind of far away from you when it's up play field, and as it's rolling down, you'll hear the sound transfer. Or when you're in a, a metal wireform ramp, you'll hear that metal sound of that ball uh, rolling towards you. When the ball drains, there's like a physical sound with that subwoofer of the ball, you know, hitting you know mechanical or metal parts and i swear it feels like there's an actual ball that's draining right in front of you um behind the coin door um this game also has an operating coin door as well um they are also 
And this is another thing that sets it apart from other virtual machines. So if you can think of the industrial display as being the play field, um, and then there's glass on top of that, just like um, an actual game, you know, the, the monitors is such that it's recessed deep in the cabinet, just like a real play field would be. And then up above that is the glass, just like a regular machine. At the back of the play field above the monitor, there's actual LED flashers, flashing lights, uh, just like uh, playfield flashers that you would find on a real table. So what these do is these replicate those energy photons coming from flasher lights from a real table. As a flasher goes off on the display screen that you're playing with, it's only going to be as bright as that display screen can be. So it's not going to have the same physical intensity that a flashing light was. So what these guys have done is incorporated a row, an array of about seven or eight of these flashers in the background. So they're they're flashing directly at you. So you're getting that same light feedback that you would get um, synchronized with the flashers on the actual play field. So that's something that really sets this machine apart from what At Games produces and what Arcade One Up produces and what a lot of other homebrew folks have made. Um, there's LED flashers. Uh, it also comes with under cabinet lights, and there's uh, artwork that uh, included in the cost with the machine. Um, you can pick from any of their 400 different color patterns, which are patterned after actual machines. So if you want it to look like a machine that exists in the real world, they can do that. They've also made collages, which is what I have. I have a collage of kind of um, classic Bally Williams characters. Um, so I've got uh, the King of Pain from Medieval Madness. I've got the aliens from Attack from Mars. I've got the Adams Family on there. Elvira's on there. There's a handful of Star Wars characters. Indiana Jones is on the side of the the upper back glass cabinet. Um, the uh, uh, the oh God, what was that guy that was in Dogma that was also Batman? Um, anyway, he's on there for some reason too. He doesn't even have a game, so it's goofy, and you know I like it. So shut up. <laughs> but um, you can choose from their available artwork or they have a graphic artist that will work with you to design and, and put in custom things. So if you want it to look like your sports team or your business or whatever it is, um, they can do that to you. And also bundled in the cost here, also on my list, is free shipping. So that's fantastic. Let's get to the price. Okay, so what's the price for this fantastic machine? Now, the machine includes coin door, everything that I mentioned so far. It's got the, the play field monitor. It has the back glass monitor. It has a, a LCD screen for a digital uh, dot matrix display. Um, and it can replicate a traditional dot matrix display or even like a full screen LED size like you're seeing on the newer Sterns. Uh, so it's got that and then the back glass screen. And then there's a topper monitor on top. So another LCD screen, smaller than, than what would come on a Stern, but that sits up there and that effectively acts as a topper. So if you're playing uh, Whirlwind, that's where the fan is that's blowing in your face. It would be up there. If you're playing Fishtails, that's where the big mouth Billy Bass would be sitting up there. Um, if your game has a topper, the topper will be up there. Or if you're playing a movie-based game like you know, Spider-Man or uh, Avatar or uh, Star Trek, Adam's Family, it'll play movie clips up there. Just for fun, there's two police beacon flashers on there as well. Uh, they kind of spin around. There's a blue one, a red one. So these are all game controlled. So as you're playing the game, hit a high score, whatever it is that would set the bells and whistles off, these things start going. It's 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 fantastic. The cost for all this comes uh, from the website, uh, $8,695. So this is not a cheap toy option. Um, this price rivals, it comes right between the price of what a Stern Pro and a Stern Premium would cost you now. Um, now the premiums have just gone up in price. Uh, about another $1,000 more than this. But what this does, and I'll get to the software in a moment, 
but what this does is it allows you to play quite an extensive library of games, an extensive library of games that require no maintenance. Uh, okay, so there's that too. Um, my plan when I got this machine was that I would have a physical real machine and then if I got this, then if I wanted to say play Whitewater, I could just go play Whitewater. I could go play Diner. I could go play Big Bang Bar if I wanted to. I could go play Junkyard. I mean, I can go through and play these classic old games without having to fill my downstairs with 10 games that require maintenance and our older games and require parts that may be kind of hard to source. And so that's what it's been able to do to me. Now, I haven't held true to that. <laughs> because other games have gotten my eye and I've brought them down too. And my arcade's a little bursting at the moment. Um, but I just wanted to review this machine and give my impressions of it because a lot of people have written off virtual pinball and I want them to have a crack at this. Now there's a few other games in this space, kind of in that price range um, that I want you to be aware of. Uh, there is a product called the Skillshot FX. Okay. It's another full-scale size machine. It's retro-styled, though. It has this wood paneling on it. It has a single pedestal design, so it looks like something out of the early 70s. Um, the problem with this thing is there's only 96 games involved in it. Um, I think it requires Steam connection to and Wi-Fi in order to operate. Now, that's probably how they have to operate within a licensing kind of you, you know, legally black-and-white space to you know, market this thing. Rec Room World sells this machine. The software is available elsewhere. It's sort of the kind of thing that you need to just play however you can get it. Um, you know, look around, kid. Uh, but currently on my machine, it's running this pinup popper software. I did want to talk about that. Uh, currently, there's about 1,400 and so games available. So, right? I mean, that's fairly mind-blowing. Um, what's different with this machine, when you turn it on, it boots up within just a few minutes, and then it boots right into uh, the the front end of the pinup popper software. And so um, you can play this on your computer. You can download it and kind of go through the menus and see what it is. But basically, once you go into it, you can just pick all games, and then the game that is available is displayed on the screen. And you can just hit your flipper button and scroll through these, and they'll just move just like pages of a book. Uh, you know, here's 007, and then, you know, here's ACDC, and then... B games and the C games and the Deadpools and all that. And you can just sit there and flip through them. Um, there's about 20 different menus, it seems like. Uh, you can break games down and sort them by letter. So you just go to that letter and then find the game. You can build a favorites menu. You can uh, sort games by manufacturer. If you want to look at all the Bally Williams games, the Capcom games, Stern games that are on there, you can do that. Um, in addition to the pinball games themselves, there's also digitally created virtual games, games that never existed in the real world. Um, strangely licensed games, um, other versions of standard games. You know, if you want to go play a Taylor Swift pinball machine, there's one on there. <laughs> if you want to play Foo Fighters are on there, there's about four different Iron Maiden tables, um, all of different types, none of which are the actual Stern table. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, when you look at uh, what, games are available they're really kind of um, the most recent i think is right around maybe 2016 2017 releases um, and that's because stern likes to hold on to the code for games they still have actively in production so you won't find a production identical iron maiden uh, yet but i would imagine that would come soon um, there is a deadpool on there it's a uh, kind of recreation tribute it's pretty close but you can tell it doesn't have the actual rom but as far as everything before that indiana joneses um bally williams games 
white water. I mean, it's, it's all in there. I mean, there's just tons of games. Cactus Canyons are in there. Two different versions, one of which has some updated code. Um, and they, they play fantastically. They're, they're, they're one-to-one uh, responsive. There's not flipper lag. Um, and I think that's helped separate this machine. The skill shot effects. Um, I played one. There was one at District 82 in Green Bay. And, yeah, I played with it for a little bit. And it was more like the virtual pinball toy and mine is more of like an actual simulator of pinball. Um, so before I bought this machine, I kind of went through the market and I, I watched as many videos as I could find of different builds of machines and commercially available. There was only one other one that I found that came close to emulating what the ultra VP does. And that is, um, by a company called extreme pinball. They're in Australia and they do have a fairly nice machine. Doesn't look like it has the flasher lights, but it has a lot of the topper motor. It looks like it has the upgraded equipment. Um, it also has a, a stern shaker inside. It's four point one surround sound, ten speakers. Has a gear motor. Has the solenoids. Um, its price, if you get their premium version, which is what would equ- equivalent to the Ultra VP, um, you get it with the topper monitor and the CPU upgrade. You're looking at about seven thousand eight hundred eighty-two dollars USD. So fairly close in price to the eight thousand six hundred ninety-five from the Rec Room World Ultra VP. Um, however, you have to factor in shipping. And if you're in the U S it's coming from Australia. Um, I did email out for quotes to see what the shipping price would actually be. Um, but I know domestically, if you were to use a company such as pilot air terminal, which I've used to ship games before, they have a flat fee of $450. And if you drop the machine off at one of their distribution centers of which they have one in just about every major city, and then do a point to point, uh, uh, shipping to another one of their facilities to pick up directly $450 is what that costs. So I would assume it would be more, um, floating on a boat from Australia. Um, from what I hear people that got their fathoms shipped air shipped to them in the U S it was something like $1,400 uh, or around that price. So, I mean, that would more than make up the cost difference. Now I'm not sponsored by rec room world. Um, I'm happy with my purchase and I just want to spread the word. Um, I did meet Roland Buck, um, in person at Texas pinball festival last year. He had about five ultra VP machines there. Um, he had the hood lifted up so you can come and take a look at him. Um, as far as issues that I've had with my ultra VP, they've been exceedingly minor. Some of the vinyl graphics, um, did uh, peel up a bit. Uh, so I went and I talked to him at Texas Pinball Festival. He said, just get yourself a spray bottle of adhesive. Um, just you know, spray it down, hold it up there. And that's what I did. And it, I haven't had a problem with it since. These are pretty durable vinyl graphics. Um, so there was just a little lifting at the corners for a few of the panels. A um, little squirt with the spray adhesive. And it hasn't acted up since then. Um, when I first got the machine, um, the mounting hardware on the inside of the front right leg um, had kind of fallen away. So I just reached in there, you know, put it back into place and tighten the screws, and it's been no problem since then. So this thing, fortunately, knock on wood, has been working flawlessly for me, um, even through a software update where I, I obtained another solid-state drive and was able to plug it in there. So in addition to the 1,400 games, the, the digital games that don't exist in, uh, in reality that are on there as well, there is a jukebox function. So it plays, uh, you know, there's several hundred songs on there. And uh, the graphics look like you're going through an old jukebox. So it comes up with uh, the title of the artist, the title of the song, the year it came out. And then it also plays the video associated with that uh, music uh, on the back glass. And so sometimes when I'm down in the basement and I'm working on my other games, I'll go ahead and just put the jukebox on and let it go and just listen to music. Um, in this new update, there was also a MAME uh, 
category added. So it does arcade emulation for vertically oriented arcade games. So Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, um, uh, Gunsmoke, uh, every, just about every arcade shooter, Raiden, a lot of the Neo Geo games, uh, they're in there too. And there's a USB mount uh, right underneath the cabinet, and you can plug in a, just a game controller and play it. And I was able to play that flawlessly. Um, there's also a new 3D function. So you can uh, bring out your wireless keyboard, click a key, switch the display over into 3D mode, and then just use those red, blue uh, 3D glasses available on Amazon fairly cheap. And you can play the pinball games in 3D. Um, it's, it's cool. It's cool. It's not the like high definition 3d. You would see if you went to the movie theater, there is still a little bit of ghosting. Um, you know, everybody's going to have their own, some are really going to like it. Some are really going to hate it. I'm okay with it. The 3d effect does work. Um, and you know, maybe it'll tighten up as time goes on, but I mean, it's a free added benefit. And I thought that was fairly amazing. So, uh, one other thing I want to mention is, um, with the titles that are on there, let's say 1400 games. Now, a lot of them are duplicated. And the reason for that is because some of the games will also have a mode where they'll play videos on the back glass as you're playing. So Star Trek The Next Generation, you can play the OG version where it has um, just the back glass display, like looks like you're playing the actual machine. Or you can play the version that's playing clips from the episodes um, on there, which I think is fun. So that's something that's not available with a physical pinball machine. Um, there's other versions where they've taken some 3d modeling and, and put some extra characters or extra effects on the screen. Um, there's a star Wars, uh, like rebel attack or something, um, that has like flying lightsabers and lasers and, and, and space vehicles zooming around. Um, it's got a Darth Vader animated figure that's up at the top of the play field taunting you as you're playing. And then between, um, games, once it hits a game over, uh, some disco uh, arrangement of the Star Wars music will come on and and he just starts dancing, busting a move. So it's hilarious, you know. So there's a lot of options available on this machine that aren't available on a physical machine. The classic games play just flawlessly on this. And like I said, you know, if I just want to go play William's Diner, um, I can. You know, I don't have to go track down this machine, get into my basement, get it working again, get it shopped, and then just have a game where the code you know, is shallow compared to what we have contemporarily, right? So what it's allowed me to do, and this is what I got for my $8,000, is I can have a machine that's endlessly entertaining. I keep going to it. You know, every few weeks I'll go through and just start playing um, virtual games again for a bit. Um, and it keeps me from having you know, a whole workshop full of games in various stages of repair. It lets me focus on the new machines, the new machines with those nice deep codes that are still evolving. You know, my rush, my Godzilla, um, um, my guns and roses, you know? Um, so for my pinball budget, I can really go to these new releases and then I have the entire back library here. So I hope that helped everybody. Just wanted to give my thoughts on what's available virtually there in the virtual space. So check it out, recroomworld.com. Roland Buck is the guy. Check out the Facebook group, um, the Ultra VP uh, Facebook fans. And also check him out on YouTube at Rec Room World. He's got videos of uh, gameplay and everything, you know. So check it out. Um, holler at me. Let me know what's going on.